Yo, welcome to Beast Podcast. And if you don't know, Beast stands for bringing empowerment and skills together. And that's exactly what we strive to do on this show. We talk life skills, we talk financial literacy, we talk personal development. All these things are going to help you be a better you. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Yo, yo, yiggity, yo, yiggity, yo, yiggity, yo. Welcome back to the Beast Podcast. It is your host, Sean Beasley. And on today's show, we're going to talk about why everybody should journal, but more specifically, why black people should journal and what I've learned thus far in Black History Month. Before I get into that, three things I'm grateful for. The first thing I'm grateful for is books. Um, The second thing is the language that we have as far as like writing and speaking to be able to convey message, meeting, um, so on and so forth. And the last thing I am grateful for is a nice, hot, black cup of coffee. Um, Like I said, today we're talking about why everybody should journal and the things that I've learned in Black History Month thus far. Um, Currently reading a book. I guess I'm technically not reading it. I'm listening to it, an audio book. Um, Black Fortunes, the story of the first six African Americans who uh, escaped slavery and became millionaires uh, by Shamari Wells. Wills. Um, and basically in this book, he's compiled um, personal stories, uh, journal entries, um, and whatever he could muster up to be able to find out uh, who were the first uh, millionaires. Because, you know, when you talk about black history, um, our history is not represented in the textbooks. Like if you were to, you know, research, you know, who's, you know, who was one of the first wealthiest black men. I mean, you're going to probably find information in the mid to late 1900s. Um, but that's because a lot of the, you know, the people who were slaves, slaves were emancipated, um, I believe, 1863. So that last 40 years from 1860 to now, that might have been like Jim Crow. I got to I got to get my numbers straight, but pretty much slaves were free in the in the late 1800s. So they maybe only had, you know, 30, 40 years to kind of assimilate themselves and and become wealthy. I mean, there were free black men, um, but free black men who were wealthy. um, That wasn't really seen and with the lifespan only being 40 years if i'm freed in 1860 and in my 40 years let's say i'm 20 when i'm freed and i got 20 more years to get some wealth by the time that i die i mean who's gonna live to tell my story my kids um if i have kids at that point again they're gonna die when they're 40 so we're talking 1920s 1930s you know what i mean and so like how are these stories being being transmitted to the next generation um, and then obviously you get into the 18, you know, 1980s, uh, you know, when you talk about the crack academic and the, and the widespread breakage of families, um, and, and how that's resulted into, you know, today. Um, but I don't know how I got there, but the moral of the story is we should all journal about our experiences, the things that we encounter, Um, especially for those, I mean, which 
I would assume those who are listening to the podcast are aspiring folk, you know, those who are looking to improve their life, right? Bringing empowerment skills together. As you begin to achieve more, see more, do more, you need to, you know, document these things because these stories and things that, that you're going through is going to inspire the next generation. Like we are, um, I was talking to my, my girlfriend, uh, it was actually today, actually, we're talking about representation in media and how, um, like lately we've been, we've been rewatching the show Martin. I don't know if y'all seen Martin. I'm a Martin fan. Uh, I'm taking Martin over Fresh Prince. I love Fresh Prince, but I'm taking Martin over Fresh Prince. But when you talk about the representation of black people and what a black family is, we get that from media we you know from the tv shows we watch like i remember um because i was raised in a single parent household so um my what i saw of a black family was my wife and kids what i saw of like a black relationship um was martin um maybe fresh prince for like a black family but i couldn't really relate to that because they were uh what was it everybody hates chris that was a good depiction of like portrayal of like what life was like as a black person, um, at a young age. Um, but it's hard to get that, that representation of, of what, what a black person should be. Like what, like, what does that look like? What does life look like for a black person? And when you talk about, you know, writing journals and and books and things like that, people can get the portrayal of what life is like through your lens and your lens is, is, is uh, your lens or your perspective is important because it's yours. Nobody has, has experienced what you've experienced. So when you talk about the first six uh, millionaires, black millionaires, that experience is unique. If they didn't journal or chronicle these things, then these are stories that, that I don't get to hear and experience that I don't get that I can then share with other people. You know, like some of these stories are crazy. Like, like one story, this guy, he, he was born a crazy. So his dad was actually a slave owner, a white man, right. Who had, you know, a black slave. Um, and then he was a mulatto mixed, mixed kid. Um, so you got this mixed kid whose dad's a slave owner and his dad decided to keep him as a slave and work him as a slave just so he wasn't mistreated because he understand it the dynamic of what was going on in the world. Like if people were to find out that a slave owner had a black son or, you know, they, and that he was finding, you know, showing favor to this black son, right? Like there's a whole dynamic that, that goes along with it. And they, and shout out to Shamari because he did a really good job of uh, portraying that in the book. Um, but yeah. And in, and in his story, uh, Bob was his name, Bob church, uh, Robert, Robert church. Um, in this story, he ended up, you know, somehow, I guess, working on a steamship, getting expertise there, um, then took, you know, somehow ended up landing in Memphis. And in Memphis, that's pretty much where he stayed. That's where he um, started his own business. That's where he uh, owned the bar. He ended up basically buying up Memphis to the point, you know, at his height, they say he was worth like millions of dollars. Like, you know, he had been through a lot. Like, you know, he was shot in the head by some, um, by some white supremacists who tried to burn down his shop. Oh, that was a separate experience. The first one, they tried to burn down his saloon. Uh, the second one, I guess, um, people were just trying to kill him, and he got into a fight, and they shot him in the head, but he survived. They didn't know he survived. Like, they shot him in the head. I think it's the second time they tried to burn this thing down again. So they tried to kill him, shot him in his head, burned his, burned his spot down. He actually ended up exiting out the back. Um, those guys, you know, he actually showed up to the trial, and they still didn't um, 
and convict those guys of, of the crime committed. Um, but yeah, to being a wealthy, you know, to being a wealthy black man in Memphis, when the Memphis fires happened, uh, he bought up Memphis um, and basically saved them from bankruptcy. He saved the city, saved the government from bankruptcy as a black man. You talk about black history. I wasn't taught any of this. I hope y'all being educated. This is in the late, we're talking 1880 to he died in uh, 1917. 196 when Theodore Roosevelt was a president it was right after after his presidency because he he had a direct line to the president like he invited he bought an auditorium in Memphis and had the president come to Memphis to speak to the black audience the first time that that's ever been done like right after Booker T Washington um had dinner with the president so you're talking about 1860 we're slaves to 1900 we have the president showing up to a black community, speaking to the black audience. We have um, black influential, influential leaders like Booger T. Washington um, having dinner with the president. You talk about progress, right? Um, I was never told about this black history. Another story, uh, a young lady who was from uh, New Orleans, actually, sorry, she was from Philly. Uh, somehow, I, I forgot the beginning of her story, somehow ended up in like New Orleans, I guess like the Louisiana Purchase when they were, uh, you know, basically auctioning off, selling off land, uh, met, a, met a husband uh, down there. Then they moved out west because of the gold mine rush um, and everything that was going on out there in the 18, um, late 1800s. She basically ended up just becoming wealthy and, um, again, real estate uh, was her thing. She actually was uh, loaning money. Uh, it was interesting back then, like, there was no banks for black people, um, but there were wealthy black individuals who would loan out money and kind of operate as their own bank. Uh, uh, the guy, uh, Robert Church, I forgot one of his big milestones, was actually had me thinking about uh, how I'm going about my banking. Um, but he actually started the first black bank. Like, you know, in his saloon, he was loaning out money and doing deals out the back of his saloon. And when we talk about a saloon, like, imagine, like, one of the, I guess to put it in a layman's terms, imagine, like, one of the most, like, ratchet, like, nightclubs, like, you know what I mean, where shootings happen, stabbings happen, like, like, he owned one of those spots, and he's doing, like, big-time deals out of those spots. Like, even, like, wealthy white people who wanted to do deals with him, as far as, like I said, he owned a lot of real estate. He, he was very uh, powerful in, in his young years because of uh, the things that he was doing, like, it was coming to his, this, this ratchet spot to do deals with him, like, and, and to him at a, as an older man to be able to own his own bank, like, wow, you talk about, and the reason why I'm sharing this story and why I decided to self-educate um, about black history is because I wasn't taught these things, like, even as an entrepreneur uh, currently, like, Sometimes I get I get in those states of like woe is me like man like this stuff is hard like this stuff is hard like there's nobody like like me that's doing this like you talk about a black part you know I, I want to say there's nobody like me but you know how sometimes we get in that like I can't relate that type of thing um, not being able to relate but it's like dang like seeing all how all these um, black enslaved individuals became you know became millionaires inspiring me um because i'm saying like dang like they were able to do it and you talk about 
I mean, we all know that the system is 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 not designed for black people to win or uh, so on and so like those other phrases that we use to talk about um, to talk about how the system uh, basically works against us or I want to say works against us, but it doesn't work for us. Um, talk about that, but um, back then they didn't have they didn't have the system working for us. They was I mean, you talk about the Jim Crow era. I, I actually really learned about that, like the lynchings that would happen, like dragging people out of their homes and just lynching them in public. Like, like in, in some of these stories, it, it was crazy because there were some individuals in these stories that was extremely wealthy, but they actually lived a very lonely life because, I mean, if you're a black person and you got money, yo, they're coming after you, yo. Uh, Robert Church actually learned about diplomacy by... Um, and how to keep keep the white people off of him from burning his stuff down because um, from an early age he had that happen to him. But but yeah, but yeah. these stories of of black wealth, man, it's just uh, it's inspiring, man. So I definitely advise y'all, um, especially. At, everybody to educate yourself about real black history like you all you hear about is the slaves and then that we were free and then you fast forward to mlk but there's a big gap right there where there was some there was a lot of things that were going on there was some really like even the story of frederick Douglass and booger t washington and some of these historical you know black people it's like man like the lives that they live the 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 courage that they have the the wisdom man it, it's it's inspiring so for all y'all who don't journal, who don't read, man, I hope that this inspire you to journal and just chronicle your life and how you're going about things. Because it's something that, um, again, after reading this book, I'm like, okay, I kind of need to step it up because I do journal. I do like plan my days and things like that. But I don't talk about my wins. I don't talk about how it made me felt. I don't really dive real too deep into it. It's very surface level. But um, again, these are stories that are going to be able to live on. So like my children's children, children, when they, when they talk about great granddad bees, you know, they're going to be able to say these things because I've chronicled them. Um, I mean, even this podcast, right? Like this is something, um, that I'm kind of, I guess this serves as my journal, you know, for those who do listen to my journal entries, but I, right, I'm gonna go ahead and hop off here. Cause I just pulled up to the gym, but if you haven't already go ahead and, uh, Subscribe to the podcast, uh, share with a friend, a family member. Uh, we'll see y'all soon. Peace. Yo, thank you for listening to the Beast Podcast. We hope that you learned something and are empowered and inspired to be a better version of yourself. Uh, please go ahead and subscribe, like, share with a friend, a family member, or anybody who can get some value from it. Uh, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. All right, y'all. Be great.